This is Judy Caps and no, no, no. you are you are lavish ash now. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> uh, I forget. So my friends call me that. Okay, that's like my nickname. And like then, they they refer to you as lavish ash. They're like, hey lavish ash. Yeah, or they'll call me lavish. Like they'll be like, is lavish coming? Cause I'm like I like my drinks a certain way. I like things a certain way. I won't go places if they're not a certain way. You know what I mean? Fancy, fa- fancy, fashly. Yeah. Anyway, so they always are calling me that. And then we were sitting and they're like, why isn't it your Instagram name? And I was like, no, that's stupid. And they're like, no, come on. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. So then I did it and I got so much feedback from my friends. They're like, what's going on? Like one of my friends was like, are you having a crisis? My other friend was like, I kind of like this. This is like a good look. My agent called me. He's like, I like what you're doing. Like, this is going to be like, he's like, I think this might get some casting directors to notice you, like keep it up. So I was like, here I am. Well, now you can join me in the people getting your Instagram name wrong. I'm Judy Isham and you're a lavish ash. Like, <laughs> shash. Shit, I forgot about the fact that like, my tag people are is stupid. Ash- yeah. Oh, yeah, on this. Well, not anymore. It's going to have to be Lavish Ash. Yeah, this week. I, w- I want to call you Shash. <laughs> That's a, like a really funny And I want to call you Judaism. Cool. Judaism? Mrs. Isham. Uh, so. It's like that time of year where like I wear slippers, but like my feet get sweaty. So uh, just taking off the slippers. Well, for me, it's that time of year that I didn't make my bed completely and it's in behind this, so that's cool. And you specifically <laughs> like framed it so that no, you can... <laughs> you know, I really wasn't going to do that, but the light was bad. But now it's like, whatever. I always have to move it in the middle of the podcast. We have so many weird greens going on in this podcast. Like we got my hat, we got my background, and then your comforter is like a combination of all of my colors. Oh, it is. How pretty. We're pretty. Um, <clears throat> it's been so long. I forgot what we do on this. How do you uh, feel after the vaccine? Oh, well, I get my second dose this week. The first one was rough. It put me out. I think I already talked about that, though. I was uh, I was on my ass for like two days. It sucked. But that just means I have a very healthy, uh, robust immune system. That's what that means? Yeah, I'm having a big immune response, which is what you want. That's the that's the intended response. That's good. Yeah, uh, I feel like I wanted to ask you something, but I forget. It's been too long. Yeah. I don't even. I don't remember. I know. That's why I'm like, I, we need to catch up on stuff, but I can't even remember. Well, what have you been doing? Have you been reclusive lately? Oh, yeah, but I've been incorporating walks into my life. I went for a walk today. <laughs> and I even went, I got to go for a run finally because it was nice enough out. So that was like 
the highlight of my year so far is being able to run outside. It's my favorite thing in the world to do. And I waited, like I could have gone one day, but it was like a little bit cold. And I was like, I want my first one to be, it's like, you know, I felt like a virgin again. I wanted it to be perfect. I wanted the sun to be lit perfectly. I wanted to set the mood right so that I got out. And like, I could have just gone out when it was snowy and icy and just kind of like run in any condition. Like I could, I could get a run if I need a run. Like, you know, like I'm, I'm a, I'm a fit guy, you know, like, when it was, yeah, you could, I trained for a half marathon when it was snowing and I totally just was running outside in the snow. Yeah. But like you want your first time to be special, you know? Yeah. You know, you, you don't want to just like any old day, you know, you want to do like go for your run after prom or something, you know, <laughs> after prom, you know, like you, the first one, you want it to be special. You want to go after prom, you set the mood, you, you know, you put on some romantic music and you, you, you know, you just make sure you you look nice. But after you get that first time out of the way, then you can really go running any old day, you know, rain, shine. That's true. That is true. Okay, so you've been reclusive, but you've been running. I ran once. Uh, so the big news last week that I was going to tell you about was there was a bat in our house. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, have you ever seen a bat up close? Yeah. You have? They're weird. Yeah, a few times. Very weird. Very weird. They, they're like fuzzy and they're like black. They look like little puppy birds. I don't know. Yeah. Deformed puppy birds. Flying rats. It's bizarre. There was one stuck in the basement and it was just like flying in circles and you're like, ah! And then like, so I was, they're active at night. So at night it was like flying around. And then we went the next morning because we wanted to try to get it out. Uh, so we opened the door and it was like perched, you know, upside down on the, it's just a flat wall, but it was just stuck to the wall. And I, I was like, is that the bat? It was just like a, looked like a black tennis ball, just like on the wall. It's like, what the fuck is that? And that was the bat. And so, but it was, it was like morning and they're nocturnal and we couldn't wake it up. So like I squirted water on it. I was like, oh, this will do it. It gets the cat going. I squirted water at it. Nothing, no movement, anything. That thing was fine with water. Then we poked it with like a long, like, broomstick and it still didn't move but it started making uh crazy clicking now noises it started doing its sonar thing it was just like and we're just like what the fuck and then eventually just had to like scrape it off the wall and it still didn't it just like landed on the ground and just stayed there and i was like what the fuck like is it dead i don't like i don't understand what this is so i was gonna go up to it and like put a bucket over it and then like shove a cardboard like you do with a spider, except bigger, you know, scale it up. So I start walking up to it and it hears me and it just starts flying around in circles again. I'm like, ah! and then uh, it like found its way into like a crevice and it's never been seen again. Ew. Well, I'm not yeah. going over. I'm glad you live over there. Well, I think, I think it's gone. It's I want to say it's gone. So I've reached the bat, the bat stage of, uh, of COVID. Okay. It's interesting. Well, it's a year anniversary. You needed something new. 
I know. I I, so I said. I feel like I'm not like quarantine's over because like I've been sure going to are. restaurants and they don't care if I wear a mask and I'm like woo, like <clears throat> I've just been like all my neighbors have been throwing parties. Like I met this guy that like is our neighbor. He took us out. He took us to this bar where you didn't have to wear masks. There was like hundreds of us in there, and I was just like, all right. Cool. That seems like such a bad idea. At work, cases are going way up again. Really? Yeah. Like uh, this week, there was like 10 times as many as last week. It's like, it's going to be bad, I think, again. For everybody else, I'm sure. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't You're know. You're going to still have a good old time. I, I'm sure you are. I mean, I don't, people aren't dying as much, so that's good. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm so, I'm like, I'm just trying no, to, I thought that, I thought my job was ending. So I'm like trying, I'm already like getting those wheels turning. Like, all right, what am I doing next? Like starting to, I'm check. I'm like pretty much checked out. And then cases are on the rise again. And I'm just like. Fuck, you're going to have to ah. work longer. I got to keep doing this. And like, ah, I just want, I hate having a job. Everybody's so I nice. Having a job, I feel like we've disconnected creatively because of you having a job. I don't know. Is that weird? I've disconnected with everything because yeah. I have a job. I hate, I hate having a job. I fucking hate it. But what am I get? Like, I'm still not vaccinated fully. So what else am I going to do? I'm just going to sit. I mean, it's the home. right thing for you to do right now, for sure. It's just that for like. I don't know, just creatively. I just feel disconnected. I it's like I was a little bit more excited and now I've been unexcited. And I'm like, I need to change that. Like about our podcast and stuff. Like I need to because there's I some know. funny stuff. There's some funny thick clips and stuff, and I need to put some time into it. I know. It's I feel uh I just feel that way about everything. It's just taking away from everything else that I'm trying to do with my life. But I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to get my shit uh secure so that I don't have to work as much, you know, after, after this job. So I'm, I feel like it kind of makes sense, but anyway, I did, I did come up with a terrible joke. Um, okay, let's hear it. All right. So, you know, I, I, I like to run and stuff. I'm pretty into like fitness and stuff. So I actually got kind of offended, you know, because they have all these, um, these like shootings happening, you know, like in Colorado yeah. and stuff. And they're, they're, they're horrible, but they, they're calling these guys active shooters. And I'm offended because I work so hard to be active. And like these guys, I know I see pictures of these guys. These guys are some like fat white dudes. And the only time that these guys ever got their steps in was when they walked into that fucking Walmart <laughs> and fucking were picking off people because like, that's the only day they ever hit their fucking 10,000 steps. Good joke. <laughs> Quality. You know that that was the first time that guy was ever in the fucking vacuum aisle at Walmart. That was the only thing that brought him there. <laughs> That motherfucker is sedentary yeah. as shit. And so I, I work I, hard. You do work hard. I just booked a 15 minute show that I'm getting paid for. And you know, I've been slacking. So I got to spend every day of April writing jokes. You just want, you want to steal my joke? Yeah, I'll steal that one. <laughs> that Will would be really care? funny. I just started writing for you. Um, you should, right? 
I'm not gonna steal that joke because, well, maybe. I feel it like it, college kids, so it has to be clean. Is that clean? That's like offensive. I guess there's no curse. Like offensive is different than like cussing, and I like put it in her butt. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's 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 edgy. It's kind of oh, it's cr- clean then. Like I don't know, Brian Regan. Nate Bargatze. Seinfeld is clean. I just had a, I just remembered last night that I did comedy. I forgot. You remembered last night that you do, that you're a comedian? <laughs> no, my <laughs> friend had like a mic and when they were freestyling and then they were like, Ashley, do some jokes. And I did. And I, I was just like. You did them like on a, to a beat? Yeah. You were like, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> I just flew I in from New York City. <laughs> rapper ever. Like they're freestyling and I'm so bad. Like so bad. I do all my jokes and iambic pentameter. <laughs> there was it. Yeah, I can't do it. I'm not even gonna mess around right now because I'm so bad. It's embarrassing. I thought you were like, I remember I was sitting there last night and I remember I'm a comedian. <laughs> I am a comedian. I am a comedian. We all know that. I'm funny as hell when out when about. But <laughs> should I be telling structured jokes to my friends over a beat? No. Wait, so what's this college gig? So this guy who's booked my he works for Meow Wolf. And oh, he's yeah. booked a lot of like my other shows, called me and booked me for it's just a Zoom show, but it'll be a starter show because he said that they're, Meow Wolf's going to open up in um, May. So he said, You'll, we'll do this show and then I'll start doing shows in May. So it's good. Zoom sucks, but sure. it's good because I'll write and then I'll start. Oh, it's a Zoom, it's a Zoom show. Yeah, I'm not super excited about that, but I get paid. But I got to write all new stuff. I'll sell you my active shooter joke for $4. Okay. So I always feel like, you know, change your thoughts, change your world. Like I'm a big manifester. Like everything I think is how my life is. Right. Uh huh. And I have like, I've had um, like tons of auditions, honestly, lately. I haven't booked anything. Okay. Yeah. But like, I've been auditioning for good stuff. Like, Sephora commercials that there's a show called rebel on ABC. Like, um, there's going to be this like new improv show on a, I don't know if it's, and I don't know if it's NBC or something, but it's a network show. And I just sent an audition for that. Like great like that. I'm not booking, but I have been partying like it's the roaring twenties. And I don't, I, I don't want to party anymore. And every time I say that, like there's a new party. What do you like? What is the appeal of a party right now for you? Like, what There's are you not, doing? But like, yeah, okay. Yesterday we were just supposed to be chilling at the pool, right? Okay. I didn't drink. I was like playing football. I was like, I don't want to drink because I, ha- you know, I have a big day tomorrow, right? And then they're like, let's go get sushi. Obviously, we're hungry. And then I'm take. I just started taking shots, and then it was like the rest of the night was gone. Active shooter, taking shots. Hell yeah. That's just. <laughs> 
everything just comes back to active shooter for me today. And then, on, <laughs> and then on like Friday night, same thing, me and my friend, uh, we went shopping, like, and it was the same thing. I was like, I'm not going to drink tonight much. Cause like, whatever. And then this guy I had met in the building was like, Hey, do you guys want to go to dinner? And we're like, yeah, cool. And this guy buys nonstop like shots again. And I, I went to a birthday party. I got home at five in the morning. Today? No, on Friday. Last night, I didn't sleep a wink. Last night, I didn't sleep one minute. Why? Because I went out, I stayed up late, and then (laughs) I had a lot of work to do this morning. So I had to get up. Is that an actual, you had actual work to do? Are you saying, is that like a euphemism? the, The work. No, no, no. The work that I have, like I had, I had to make some phone calls this morning. They had to be done. And then by the time I did that, then it was already going to be time for us to talk and I needed to eat. That's why. So I ate. And now I I haven't. Well, um, are these auditions? Are these in person or are they virtual? No, they've, oh, I had one in person for Ross because I got a call back. Um, just, just some guy named Ross. He's like, all right, now do no, the thing. The <laughs> What's the, the funniest, the, the funniest audition that you've had? Like not recently, but ever. That was just like awkward. Yeah. Just like something weird about it. Okay. The first audition I ever had, I had for a supporting role in bad Santa too. It was my first one in LA, not like ever. Okay. And I just read the notes wrong and I kind of, I did it sexy. And I, then I like realized that everybody was doing it like comedic and like came in there looking grungy. And I just like fucked it up so bad. And even after I did it, cause it was, I was supposed to do four scenes cause it was a supporting role. Like it was going to be huge. Right. I did one in that cast director was just like, okay, yeah, bye. And I was just like, what? you just missed what, what it was. Yeah, yeah, and I should have gotten, you know, because it was so big, I should have gotten um, a coach, honestly. Like, that could have changed my career if I booked it, you know? Or you you just would have been typecast as like, oh, that's that chick from Bad Santa too. And you would never live that down. That's true. You're right. I'm, I'm Things just change, that's changing the world. <laughs> That's like, like, it's such a big part. Like you're the Verizon like guy. I don't even remember. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, I just thought of this. What about, uh, did the, um, Thomas Middleditch shit what? that happened to him? He almost got canceled. You know who Thomas Middleditch is, right? Or no? no. The, the main guy from Silicon Valley. And also, oh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Who's actually like, he's very funny. And everything I've heard about him is that he's super nice and uh, like a good dude, but there was that funny, and I wish I read all of the article, but it was just like he got uh, in trouble for going to some like weird, like goth, sexy goth club and uh, came on to somebody and the person was not into it. And like that just, that was enough. That's probably gonna be like a career, maybe not ruiner, but like- Okay, but he'll have a moment. Having a season's in sorry moment. Yeah, you you don't want like an article like that to come out in the LA Times with your just your your face and like this guy treated somebody like shit. Like 
I don't understand the point of that article. Like what, what is, because if I did that, there would be no article about it. Like people do that shit all the time. Like for, he made someone feel uncomfortable by like making advances and then was like, Oh, I'm sorry for making you feel uncomfortable. Like I didn't mean to, I'm, I'm sorry. And he apologized. Okay. Getting back to that. What's your most awkward audition? Oh yeah. Um, I had one for a sign spinner and it said on the thing, like, must know how to do sign spinning. And I was like, I don't know how to do this, but my agent submitted me for it and I got an audition for it for like some commercial. And I'm like, why, why did you submit me for this? Like, I don't sign spinning is like an actual skill that I don't have. Yeah. Like the people on, they, it's like, it's not, it's not an interesting skill, but it is a skill that you need to develop. It's like baton twirling in Miss America. Yeah. It's not interesting, but it is a skill. Right. You don't want to go into the Miss America competition having that be your first time twirling a baton, right? No. No. Sorry, I was just <laughs> yeah, so it was like okay, a role for for sign spinner that my agent got me an audition for, and I'm like, "This is why you get ten percent." So I go in, and I'm like, I'm watching videos on YouTube of sign spinning because I have no idea what it is, and they were like, you know, and I I'm sitting in the room, and there's dudes with their own signs that are like clearly professional sign spinners and they're waiting for this audition to come around obviously like this is their day and i'm just like up? i don't have a sign or anything so i get in there and the guy's like do you have a sign and i'm like no and um so he just hands me like a piece of cardboard or whatever and he and but he was you're like supposed to bring in a sign it said in the thing like if you have your own sign you can bring it <laughs> <laughs> and I kid you not, some of the signs that these dudes have were signs that on the signs said sign spinning. It was like advertising for sign spinning while sign spinning. It's insane. This is sad. Okay. So I was like, you know what? This is not gonna be the greatest audition for me, but I'm I'm I went in like <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Like I'm just gonna do whatever. Yeah. And, and at that so, point, you just gotta do it. You can't walk away. No, I was in the room. I'm not walking away. The guy was like, can you put these headphones on? It's like the commercial is like you're a guy listening to music and like spinning a sign on the street or whatever on the sidewalk. So I'm like, sure. So he's like, all right, action. Like, and I'm just start like throwing the thing up. The headphones fly off my head and you know, the, the, the sign, I'm just twirling it like anybody would that doesn't know how to do it. And then he's like, all right, thank you. And I'm just like, no, thank you. And I fucking, I leave. <laughs> and then I get put on a veil for that commercial later that day. I shit you not. Of course. Because they're like, I oh, think, this guy has a good move. I think they just wanted somebody that like, they're like, let's like, have a guy that doesn't know what he's doing. Also. <laughs> but you didn't book it? I did not book it. That's not not sign spinner spinning this sign. <laughs> So that was that was ridiculous. I shouldn't have been there at all. But the fact that I almost got it was was even funnier. 
Okay, so I know I changed the subject, but I just wanted to know your funny story. But back to the story that that's the problem with this movement is because now it's people who are completely innocent, even as a famous person, like he hit on someone and, and he apologized. It wasn't like he actually did anything. He didn't even force himself out of Okay, whatever, like from the alleged story, but it shouldn't even be an article is what I'm saying. Like, cause then it takes no, away it's from not the, news. Real thing, the real pedophilia, the real rape, the real assholes. The real out there. army hammers. The, ooh. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, but that's, so that's the problem with even this shouldn't, like you're trying to sell papers. So you read an article about nothing, but then you're taking away from people who've actually been raped. like, so what if somebody hit on you? I, so I went outside and got carne the fries and a guy hit on me out there and it, I didn't want him to, but we don't need nobody. Need, you know what I'm saying? Like, I do know what you're saying. I heard like he was trying annoying. to reach. I just wanted some food. And he just wanted some ass. Not- <laughs> I mean, they were at like a kinky sex club and and I heard that he was just trying to reach into her Silicon Valley. That's what I heard, you know. <laughs> so it's bad jokes all day. <laughs> all day. <laughs> all day, okay. I, I didn't even have that one prepared. That just came out. Uh, <laughs> Is that one you have to prepare? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently not. Um, but yeah, that happened, I guess, last week in the LA Times. It's just... It sucks because he's like, he's funny and he's just like a very unassuming, you know, nice guy. I think I know people that have interacted with him. Like they come to work and stuff. I'm not his best friend. Coffee with him every week. I've never met him, but one of my (laughs) friends in LA, he comes into her, the coffee shop or the bagel shop that he works at, that she works at. And she's like, yeah, he comes in all the time. He's super nice always. And I'm like, okay, good to know. And he's also like, apparently funny. He's just like, hey, like goofy, like positive, like give you a, you know, make it a fun interaction. I'm like, that's great. That's all you want out of a famous person. What do you want out of a famous person? Well, like if they're coming into your work and you're like, oh, there's that guy from this thing. It's like, cool. If they're just like, you know, silly. They like, you know, make it, make it fine. Make That's it what fun. I would be. Cause they know you walk in there and you know that they recognize you, right? Like you, you just know that people are going to recognize you everywhere you go. Maybe not a hundred percent of the places if you're middle ditch, but like a lot of places he was on a huge HBO show. Like people know who he is. So like, you just kind of have that in your mind. And then you, you gotta like, you gotta break the ice a little bit, I think. I don't know. What are you going to be like when you're famous? Well, tell me. What is what is lavish ash? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'd just be unassuming, I guess. And if people wanted to recognize me, I'd be like, hey. And if they were like, whatever, I wouldn't. I don't know. How do you think I would be? Do you? I guess you don't know me in public settings, huh? No, I've never been out with you. I'll go out with you one day, though. For sure. But like, how does... I don't know. Like what, how do you react if you are just getting attention that you don't necessarily okay. want? I mean, like after I performed at like the comedy store, like a lot of times when you walk down sunset, people will be like, pizza or like, Hey, or like, um, you're, you're going to make it. Or like, you're actually funny. Like people will say stuff like that. And you're like, I, I just am like, Oh, thank you. I appreciate it so much. I'm just like, nice, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I have 
So if I walked into, if I was super famous and people are going to know me everywhere and I walked into a place, I would just, I would be, I'd just be like funny and like unassuming that anyone recognized me, but like pleasant. What are you going to be like on your bat? Like the day where you wake up and you're just like, I feel like shit. Like, I don't want to deal with anything. You got to go to the airport, like five in the morning or whatever. What is that? Like, what is, what is the worst possible? Ashley, famous Ashley like do you lash well, out I, people I would definitely like be wearing sunglasses and a hoodie and I'd be like have my bodyguard like you're not bodyguard level but you're f- okay. famous oh. um I would just really try to disguise what I look like because if anyone talked to me then I'd be pissed because I'm not nice now when I'm like that you know yeah that's what I mean neither am I like I don't I'm a nice person, but I'm not like a friendly person, if that makes sense. Like I don't start conversation. Like if you're my friend, you're going to like me. But if you're not my friend, we're not going to become friends unless there's a reason. Right, right. Unless you, you know, meet on some uh, audio-based social media app. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it was meant to be. Stereo. Uh, I almost went on there the other day, actually, but I didn't. Did you? I forget about it. Well, since we didn't do a podcast, I felt like doing something. So I texted my friend and I was like, the, uh, so my friend Lauren that I did stereos with. And I texted her like, do you want to do a stereo? And she, But she didn't respond to me till the next day. And then I was just like, ah, I'm over it. I'm over it. <laughs> I haven't thought about it at all, but is there still money to be one on there? They actually just sent out an email yesterday that said they're you, they they're monetizing like YouTube now, like oh, really? you know based on your content type of thing. Why am I not getting the emails anymore? They're probably in your spam box, to be honest. Oh, well. I mean, I feel like nobody's using it. I feel like people are using Clubhouse more. Yeah, I mean, it kind of like, I like the set. I haven't done, a like, I haven't talked on Clubhouse, but I have listened to a couple. And it kind of, like, the setup kind of makes more sense. Like, you can get a whole panel of people and just, like, it's just like being in a Zoom chat, but just audio. It kind of makes more sense rather than, like, listening to a live podcast. Unless you're listening to, like, I don't know. I'm sure Jeff Ross still gets listeners. Done it like. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I've been a very cutting off person today. But if Stereo would have gotten all of us creators right, and they were like, "You have a themed show, and you can only do it once a week, Tuesday at three, right?" And they set us all up like that, and filled all the spaces with one like good show, and like random people couldn't talk. The app would have taken off, but because it's just, it's like a mess in there. And the fact that sometimes you're talking to 13 year olds and like, it's just like. I wonder how, how planned out that was. If they were like, first, we're going to hire all these like unknown podcasters. We're going to pay them for this amount of time. And then the next level is we're going to, um, you know, get Jeff Ross and like these comedians on board and we're going to start paying them. And then we're going to get these fucking millennial YouTubers on and we're going to start paying them. And like, was that planned out the whole time or was this just like, uh, what do we do next? What do we do next? I mean, honestly, I have no idea. I mean, I think about it now. 
I don't know. It's, yeah. it, it's, I feel lucky to have had the opportunity. Like I'm thankful because I didn't apply or anything and I wouldn't have. So I'm, that was some nice money during the pandemic, you know? And it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't bad. It was kind of fun. I mean, I made some friends. I had some funny conversations, some pretty terrible ones too. But that's the other thing is like, if they scheduled you for a show a week, were they going to match you up with like, like it's freshman year of college, like who's going to be your roommate? Like, okay, you're interested in video games and Cosmopolitan's the drink, not the magazine. But I think if they would have set it up like that, it would have done better. Like instead, the way we were on there, like roulette also, like I think they would have at least had us and then go ahead and have the random conversations, but have us with like a structured lineup that they gave us or like made us make up, it would have gone so much better. Well, they should have hired you for behind the scenes shit. Yeah, I know. Clearly. I would be better behind the scenes. I'd be a better manager, but I want to be in the front. We should just manage each other. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to, I should, I'm going to start emailing and be like, you need this guy on your show. Let's do it. All right. Even though you already have a manager. I DM'd one casting director on Instagram and that's going to be my goal right now is to do like three, like research a casting director. The one I DM'd, she did not respond, whatever, but I have auditioned for her like four times. And I'm like, you know what? If they're not going to, because it's who you know, and it is a pandemic. So there's no better time than now to be DMing people. So that's what I'm going to do. I like how it's only a pandemic for you when convenient. Like I have to stay home and Instagram people. So like, cause like it is a pandemic, but like, well, Oh, you're having just, a party. Well, like, no, it's no, 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 no. I don't give a fuck. I'll go to the party, but I can't before I used to go to these networking events all the time. I used to go to these like private parties and stuff to meet. And I've met a lot of people. What I met someone at ICM that was going to sign me. That was like a whole thing from being at like, you know, a networking party, not like a get drunk party. And those things aren't happening right now. So it is a pandemic and not by my choice. Yeah, I know. I understand. The, the industry is not where it was before the pandemic. It, it's not back by any stretch of the imagination. Hell no. Like yeah. there's shit going on. But I mean, and if you see a lot of the movies that there are coming out, there's barely any extras in them. They're like yeah. very small cast. Like, and it, most of the stuff sucks, but it's obvious why they're doing it. Yeah, it's interesting the people that can like work within those limitations. Like, you know who I feel like, and I don't know if they've done anything during the pandemic, but like, you know, the Duplass brothers, how they yeah. really work like restricted. Oh yeah, they're good at that. I bet they could, I bet they've done just fine with their projects, whatever they're working on right now, because yeah. they're so limited already. They It's all like two characters, like really good story. Like, I'm, Well, has I any bet- new Room 104 come out? Room 104, I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, yeah, I, I didn't even think about that one. I was just thinking about their films, but that's true. Wait, they did the have one. What was it? Came out like three months ago, I think. Oh, I don't talking about, I can't remember. I could look it up, but did you watch that movie on Netflix? Um, why is the name slipping me? Slipping me? illusions and it's about nanny and it's with the girl from sex in the city no 
Oh, I think uh, I think I saw that on the TV. I didn't watch it. I was it's like, so I remember bad. walking past it, and I was like, "Is that Sex in the City?" And Danny was like, "Yeah." <laughs> that was the whole. That was all I saw. Was that one lady? It was bad. It's so bad. It's like, oh my god! Like at first, it was kind of good. It was like, oh, this is interesting. Like who? It was kind of like who's the murderer? That's how what everything happens? is like, now. Yeah, and then it just turned into this weird sexual thing and this woman was fucking everybody and then at the end it was, she tried to murder everybody and I was just like, is she horny or is she a murderer? Like it's, it's just You can be out. both, you can be both. I mean, mm-hmm. T- Ted Bundy, horny yeah. murderer. True. Yeah. You know, they, someone was talking about how like everyone's always like, Ted Bundy was so good looking that these women fell for him. And they're like, no, that's not really how it was. And he's not that good looking, but he preyed on like very um, vulnerable women. I don't think he wasn't very good looking. I mean, he was, he's like fine looking, but I think he was very charming. Like that's the impression that I got. It was like, he's very like, like uh, engaging and stuff, which is like all those fucking creepy dudes like you got to have a bit of a radar for that like i would feel like i would pick up on like like this is not going right and i just I heard some story i'm on... oh, sorry no there was somebody telling a story about how they knew somebody that actually went out on a date with somebody then it turned out to be ted bundy but while they were on the date they like called somebody when they're at a restaurant and they were like can you come pick me up because i'm getting weird vibes from this dude like Clearly, he was just like, he's probably too much. He was probably just like laying it on like really thick. But like, if you looked at it from far away, you'd be like, oh, this guy's like very nice and very charming. But he was probably just like nonstop, like very intense. Yeah. I feel like I have a good radar for that. I feel like I do a good job picking like nice. Okay. I feel like I date like fuck boys of fuck boys, but they would never like murder me, you know? Oh, I'm glad they would never, it. like they're like I always date guys who are like not violent, you know. So, so you would be one of the uh, one of the very small percentage of murders that's like they didn't know the victim. Yeah. You you wouldn't it wouldn't be the ex boyfriend for you. It would just be the guy who was no, just like, having a real bad day. Just kind of, this was the day that he flipped, and you were wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. Because all my exes are so nice. Like even like they would still do things for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, so, I, yeah. They're just like I normal mean, guys is what I'm saying. Normal guys relationship ended. I get it. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. But it was every relationship ends except for the ones that don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I have friends who date guys. Like I have a friend right now who's dating a guy and I'm like, I, he's beating her. And she's like, we're not that close this girl, but like, and um, I can sense the second I met him that he was a psychopath. You know what I mean? Like I could like feel it. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm very much very sensitive to that, that kind of stuff too. I think to the other extreme where it's like, I keep most people away and let very, like my filter is like, I'm one of those fucking like high grade well, coffee filters. Like I don't let <laughs> shit through. I'm well, espresso I'm saying- filter. <laughs> I'm the same way because like with my close close friends like obviously I'll hang out with more people but like my close close friends I'm like those are solid people solid or like even some liquids I won't let through like I am tight <laughs> did, you, but anyway, what I was gonna... did you do an enema today 
psychopaths, they're never like it would be a much better world, I feel like, if all psychopaths were unable to like find people to date. You know, if like if we just lived if society was just like not attracted to those people, it's like, oh no, something's off with that guy. I'm not gonna date him. Or even like that lady. Ladies can be psychopaths too, let's be real. Yeah. But psychopaths get in relationships. They but you know why? Okay, so we can sense it. Everyone can sense it. I think even these people who are pretending they can't sense that they're psychopaths, they're just desperate for like human attention or affection. Or the person is so like good looking that they're looking past it, something like that. So yeah, honestly, I feel like psychopaths can be very narcissistic and that probably means they take like very good care of themselves physically. Not yeah. always, but sometimes. Some of them. And so that's why, and people, so someone who's just like craving attention or is so obsessed with looks will look past all that and be like, okay. And then now they're dating this weirdo and then they actually fall in love because you do as humans, when you spend time with someone, you know, you fall into some sort, you either leave like you should have, or you fall in love. And that's why all these people are with psychopaths, but maybe these people are with psychopaths are a little bit psycho themselves. Right. I don't know. I mean, but like his Dick is not a psychopath. Like his dick is normal. <laughs> <laughs> there is no dick worth no dick worth that. You know, I've never dick dated is so it. easy to find. Like sex is so easy to find. Not like both ways, right? That why is that ever an excuse? Like you know that's not what it is. Like for me, when I was like hooking up with this guy who's kind of a jerk and like I like would say it was because it wasn't because of that. It was because I just liked all of him. You know what I mean? Like I could have got that same good sex somewhere else. Yeah. It's just a matter of admitting to yourself that it's actually like a something. It's actually a statement about yourself that you're attracted to. Yeah. Crazy person. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. I've never... I've never dated somebody like actually crazy. And even like, I, I mean, I've never been in a relationship with anybody, anybody that I've like gone out with that I've got wild vibes from, I couldn't ever, I was just immediately so turned off that I couldn't even see them again. It's not even a matter of like, well, I'm interested, but like, I think it's just like, it's like, I'm not, I'm not interested anymore. No, no, I couldn't. And when I was saying this guy was like an asshole, I'm just saying like, I knew he was like fucking around with a lot of girls and like stuff like that. Not. I, I, I'm the same way. Like if anyone is mean or not mean, but if I get like a vibe from someone immediately, that's it. Would you rather somebody you were dating was secretly murdering other women <laughs> or secretly murdering other men? Well, if I had to choose, <laughs> men. All right. make me feel a little safer. But yeah, I, don't I feel really like that doesn't happen that like there aren't there aren't men that like like serial kill other men I feel like does that happen there there's people yeah. like the oh, night stalker yeah. that'll kill oh. anybody he's woke as shit no um I don't because of stereo I was doing a serial killer podcast once a week and we were diving deep and um no these men murdered men all the time what, what the oddity, if that's not the word, is, is that women um, 
always poison people. They never gruesomely murder people. Like really? there's like one out of a hundred woman murderers that has done it like gruesome. Like they always poison people. I feel like, what, how do they do it though, normally? Like in food? Like either they're angels of death and they're nurses where they like kill their patients, like overdose them, oh. or they mix up concoctions at home and like poison their husbands or poison whoever, like that kind of thing. Yeah, but is that, that's not serial killing. No, some I mean, of them I are guess serial. if they poison their cereal, poison, like, that is serial. Or of their husbands for like insurance money and stuff. Oh, like multiple husbands. That's yeah. a lot of work. But, the, but men will kill, like a lot of the serial killers, it's not just women. They kill men and women. Like I know because Ted Bundy's famous and like whatever, the Night Stalker and whatever. But there's so many that were just, they, like specifically, they would just kill men. But men like to do it gruesome and torture is. Yeah, but how? think about how much forethought that is to go through four husbands and kill them all. That's like really, like I can, you can kind of okay. relate. You can kind of relate to somebody that's like, just like gets super angry and wants to fucking like kill somebody, like stab, like, ah, and get out this rage. Like you can relate to that a little bit because you know what rage feels like, but I can't relate to like somebody that has a career like a lifetime of like, I'm going to kill, I'm going to marry these, I'm going to pretend to fall in love, go through this whole fucking like courtship period, engagement, get married, pretend to be in love, like live in a house, all this work, and then kill them only to do it three more times. That is a career. Yeah. It's the excitement of the money or the power, I guess, at that point, right? I don't know. I can't relate to it. You have to have like a few, I don't know, brain portions missing to think that way. Like you have, you're not getting any joy in regular life. You're literally just playing a role. Yeah. I always wonder this. Do you think someone can be a sociopath, but like a good person at the same time? I mean, that's a hard one because... I feel, I feel like they can act like they have some sort of like moral compass. And so they are sociopaths, but they just do what's right. So they're just acting. They don't really feel any kind of way. They don't really want to be, you know, good, but I mean, or give a fuck. They don't care. I'm saying they want to be good. They don't have any actual feelings towards it, but they just do it because it's like the right thing to do. So, yeah, I think so. I feel like those people, like you and I, who read people a little bit better, we'd be like, something's off about their niceness, you know? Maybe. I mean, sociopaths are also very good at reading people. That's the thing. It's like, because you're so, they have, they have such an understanding of like performance of human emotions and stuff, like an ego and, and things like that, that I don't know if you'd be able to tell because they, they're, they're like, the actual professionals maybe i've been friends like not good friends but i've had some sociopath friends in la well that's where they all go i mean that's like <laughs> the uh the new hampshire for libertarians it, and the one thing she uh that girl told me 
was she's like, you know what the difference is between me and you is you actually care. And I don't even feel anything about any of this. And I was just like, oh, you're okay. Yeah, you're a psycho for sure. Well, she's, you know, probably Never real good on, on a spin bike. Should be a Peloton instructor or something. <laughs> All right. Well, <clears throat> is that the, that's the end until next time? Let me just say active shooter a couple more times. Uh, active, active shooter, active shooter, active shooter. Wow. Then reckless and the reckless. I won't look so hungover next time. Maybe.